Welcome to the Duty Drawback Podcast from International Tariff Management. Here at ITM, we help our clients secure refunds and reductions of duty burdens on imported and exported goods with more than 40 years of classification, free trade, and compliance experience. In each episode, we explore real-life examples of how companies are taking full advantage of numerous programs in place for both importers and exporters, and how these little-known programs can yield substantial returns to their bottom lines. If you're engaged in international trade, you can expect to learn actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your business to become a more profitable importer and or exporter. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's dive into this month's episode. Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. My name is Jill LaMadeline, and I am the Vice President at International Tariff Management. At ITM, we work predominantly with importers and exporters in managing duty drawback programs. We host webinars and podcasts that focus on topics that we feel will be of interest to businesses that are involved in international trade. Today, we are fortunate to be joined by Danielle Orkut and Ed Kim from CorePay. They will be discussing how to minimize currency exchange volatility in global trade. CorePay is a global leader in business payments. CorePay delivers unmatched service and expertise with respect to moving money globally. They provide power to their clients' international payments and execute plans to manage currency risk in order to support their growth around the world. CorePay utilizes their proprietary payment automation technology and currency risk mitigation solutions and take pride in connecting companies large and small with the global financial markets and businesses all over the world. Presenting on behalf of CorePay today, we have Danielle Orkut and Ed Kim. Danielle is the National Account Manager at CorePay. She has worked in the global payments industry for 14 years, selling foreign exchange and risk management solutions to corporate clients throughout the U.S. and Canada. At CorePay, Danielle works with companies in all industries that have a need to make or receive payments internationally. She has an MBA in international business and marketing and has a keen interest in learning how companies expand and conduct business overseas. She enjoys networking and is an active board member of the Global Chamber of Commerce, New York chapter, and has extensive volunteer experience. Ed is the Director of Currency Risk Management at CorePay. He has 15-plus years' experience in foreign exchange risk management and previously worked for Capital One, CIBC World Markets, and Wells Fargo. Ed has a Bachelor of Arts from McGill University and is MA from the University of Toronto. As we proceed through the webinar, if you have any questions, we encourage you to type them in the chat pane, and we will address them either throughout the, the process of the presentation or at the end. Um, and without further ado, I'm going to hand over the presentation to Danielle. Thank you, Jill, for the introduction. We appreciate coming um, on this podcast. Thank you, International Tariff Management, for having us. We're going to be discussing today how to protect your U.S. or Canadian business during inflation and ensure fair pricing in the FX exchange market. We are from CorePay. Our parent company is Fleet Corps. We're a publicly traded company on the New York Stock Exchange. 
We actually now are the largest non-bank corporate FX provider. How we got there is our mergers and acquisitions. We acquired Rogers FX, Cambridge FX, AFX, and we just acquired Global Reach out of the UK. We also are, if you look over here, Com Data. We're the largest issuer of MasterCard, and we also offer invoice pay. So we clearly are a true automation payment processor. So if you need currency or you need to just process payments to vendors, CorePay is uh, the largest provider out there on the corporate FX space. Who we are, we do 80 billion in FX per year. We offer an online free platform where you can get rates on over 145 currencies. We send wires to 200 countries and we provide our clients with competitive exchange rates. And how we do that is our relationships. We have relations with over 100 plus banks and trading counterparties in six continents. We provide excellent customer service. Um, you receive, everyone gets a dedicated trader who actually understands the FX market and hedging. Hedging is like locking in exchange rates to reduce your risk in FX. And a trader that's proactive that will reach out to you if you have currency needs and is watching the market. Our platform gives you live rates on spot. That means I need to buy currency today to send out, or maybe I'm receiving currency. And forward rates where I'm locking in rates of exchange up to two years or less for currency I owe or need to receive. Another option we have over here, if you're eligible, is fast track payments. What that is, is we can give you up to 28 days to pay for the wires back. Um, we also offer currency holding accounts. There's no cost to you. We don't pay interest on them, but people, you know, companies love enjoying just buying currency and parking it and using it when they need to. Or if they need to receive currency, we can receive the currency for you, park it into a holding account, and you let us know when you want to convert. Maybe you're watching rates, your trader's watching rates for you, and you might want to um, exchange it a week or a month after we receive the currency. You let us know. Another thing we have over here is case. We have a team that actually will look at your full FX exposure and identify potential risks and create a hedging policy for you. So there's no need for expensive technology. We offer the service free and we provide you customized reports. We do hope to see business from you when we do this sort of um, reporting. We don't expect you obviously to give all your business to us, but you know, potentially a piece and maybe you're working with your bank also. The last thing I want to talk about is AP automation. We can help you save time with processing wires. We integrate with your ERP system to process wires. So you have a file, you go online, you process the wires, you, you can check rates on our system and, and upload um, you know, bulk wires, saving you time. 
With that in mind, what I'd like to do is introduce you to Ed Kim. He's the Director of Currency Risk Management Solutions, and he'll, he'll be taking over the presentation now. Thank you. Thanks, Danielle. Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for taking the time. Um, so I thought I would just start at a kind of a higher level. Uh, it may be redundant for some, uh, but just want to keep it high level and just go over at the basics, if you will, of, of what, you know, why companies may or may not be worried about their foreign exchange and how just, just how it all works. You know, the first, firstly, as we all know, uh, the, the global, you know, the U S economy, the North American economy over the last decade or so has become dramatically more globalized. In other words, depending on the surveys that you read, some suggest that 75% plus of all U S businesses and frankly, 90% plus of all Canadian businesses are either buying supplies from overseas and or they have sales from overseas. That is your foreign exchange exposure. So in other words, before, before a U.S. or Canadian business can buy supplies from Europe, for example, they first need to purchase the euro currency. And that, that transaction that must occur creates inherent risk for clients that know today that they will be buying this foreign currency at any point in the future. Conversely, for North, you know, for North American clients that are selling overseas, when you sell something in the UK for your product or service, you are going to receive pounds. If you, if you are in a position where you need to convert those pounds back into U.S. dollars or repatriate, your, repatriate back into your, your functional or local currency, that conversion from pounds to U.S. dollars is the same risk. Um, in other words, the most important, uh, I think, consideration, I hate to jump, jump, on, uh, jump slides on you, but... Well, the important, I think the most important consideration and certainly your first step in understanding your inherent risk of knowing today that you'll either be buying foreign exchange in the future and or selling foreign exchange in the future is the annual volatility. In other words, this is in the euro, euro to the dollar, this graph, you know, next to the U.S. dollar, probably the most highly traded currency or like the most, in other words, the most liquid currency out there. Very regulated, as we all know, very democratized, just a healthy uh, floating uh, currency. This major currency, as highlighted by this graph, can and will move 10 to 30% plus every 12 months. So what that means is if you know that you need to buy euros today over the next 12 months, you can assume today that you'll either be paying 10 to 30% more U.S. dollars if you're purchasing euros for supplies. Conversely, you may end up paying 10 to 30% less U.S. dollars for those same euro. Same rationale if you have sales overseas. If you are forecasting to receive euros at any point in the next 12 months, you can assume today that you will receive 10 to 30% plus more U.S. dollars, or conversely, you may receive 10 to 30% fewer U.S. dollars for that forecasted euro sale. 
So this is really, I think, you know, an important consideration. If you know today that you will be buying or selling any foreign currency in, in, in the future. Now, this annual volatility of 10 to 30% plus a year does apply to all the major currencies or the G7 economies. If you are dealing in a country or currency that may be less, you know, maybe smaller or less liquid, if you will, this annual volatility can be significantly more. So it's just something that we want all of our clients and partners to just to be aware of. This is the inherent risk on your balance sheet. Having said that, I, I'm sure we'll, we're, we've all been aware over the last 12 to 18 months, uh, there have been many, many headlines about a very strong dollar, about inflation being at 40-year highs, and about the U.S. Central Bank and most of the other major central banks around the world very aggressively increasing interest rates. Without getting too granular, interest rates or the Fed or the Bank of Canada, the central banks that control interest rates, to use an analogy, is really the dog that wags all the tails. The tails being obviously the bond market, the stock market, and the currency market, the commodity markets, et cetera. So I think if you haven't noticed already, as the Fed was announcing to the market, or as the, central, as the US central bank was announcing to the market that they would aggressively increase interest rates, you saw equities dramatically fall lower. And in turn, you saw the dollar increase in value or rally significantly as well. They're all, they're all correlated or interconnected. And, that, and this is all in, in an effort to fight the 40-year inflation. The only cure, if you will, for rampant inflation or to slow down an overheated economy is higher interest rates. Higher interest rates slow down lending, so loans become more expensive, so corporate the corporate world borrows less. Therefore, the corporate world can invest less in new products, capital expenditure, new employees, pay raises, etc. At the consumer level, as we all know, with higher interest rates, we're less inclined to take out loans for new homes, new, new cars or larger priced items. So that also has a slowing effect on the economy. And in response to all of that, the equity markets must evaluate or readjust as corporate America or corporate North America now must assume a, a, a corresponding fall in sales. So this is this this was the narrative for much of 2022. And as far as you know, as it relates to the currency market, we saw a dramatically stronger dollar. So on the one hand, if you were buying supplies from overseas, your euros became significantly cheaper. However, if you had sales overseas, your US dollar or Canadian dollar repatriation after conversion was dramatically less as well. So this just highlights the volatility that can be had not in not only the currency market but all markets. And from a from an from a margin perspective, for some clients a 10 to 30% move against them in the exchange in the currency market may not be significant for them but for others it may be very significant for them so how one handles their foreign exchange rate risk and exposure really is 
dependent on a case-by-case basis, depending on a, a company-specific, you know, their internals, their pricing models, their budgeted rates, their cash flow cycle, their inventory turnover, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So on the surface, identifying foreign exchange rate risk, forecasting your exposure, you know, it's just the beginning. Forecasting exposure, by the way, is a moving target for the best of them. So, you know, it, it can get rather convoluted rather quickly. And that's why we would like to help and, and or advise you and, and, and help you through it if you need it. Um, so, you know, what is, what, how, you know, so having said what, you know, considering what was just said, what should a company do? If you know today that you will be buying euros, for example, over the next 12 months, and if you have a comfortable handle on your forecasts, let's say a million euros over the next 12 months, and you further assume that over the next 12 months, the euro will be 10 to 30% plus higher or 10 to 30% plus lower. If you've come to the conclusion that you are not comfortable with this risk, Sorry, before I say that, if I if you come to the conclusion that you are comfortable with this risk, you understand it, you acknowledge it, you realize it. If you are comfortable taking that risk, then you don't need to do anything. You can just buy your euros as you need them over the next 12 months. However, if you've concluded that you are not comfortable with this potential 10 to 30% plus swing or variance, higher or lower, the, you know, you can absolutely and very easily and effectively lock in the rate today, i.e. you can, if, if one euro costs you a dollar five today, and you know you need to buy a million euros over the next 12 months, and you want to eliminate that 10 to 30% risk, you can lock in 105 today, and that will be locked in and confirmed, no questions asked, you will be buying your euros for a dollar five each, whether the exchange rate goes to one one thirty or down to ninety cents, that volatility now becomes a moot point. You are fully protected and guaranteed a rate of one hundred five. The product that is used to do this it's it's called a forward contract, a very very commonly used uh, hedging product out there, and you know for obvious reasons it just eliminates all the risk. It's very flexible. If you lock in for a year for a million euros, you can use that million euro anytime you want up until the 12 months. Uh, there's no penalty, there's no breakage fees. It's very, it's very simple, you know, and effective. You know, a consideration here is the foreign exchange market has evolved to meet the needs of the corporate world, namely. As we all know, forecasting cash flow becomes increasingly difficult the longer out you go. So to solve for this moving target dilemma for you know the nature of forecasting, all these hedging, all these products that lock in rates for you are very flexible and very non-punitive in terms of you know any added cost or out-of-pocket expenses. Very quickly. If you lock, you know, instead of locking in that specific rate of 105, clients can also lock in a range, i.e. 107 down to one. 
basically the easiest way to look at it you can if you if you choose to ha- if you if you if you decided that you do not want to do, uh, expose yourself to this 10 to 30% volatility instead of locking in that specific rate of 105 you can lock in a range because more more often than not when a client does lock in a rate of 105 105 their first question is is human nature being what it is what happens if the euro falls lower and it becomes cheaper for me to buy the unfor- you know the answer to that forward contract hedge is there's you know you 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 will not benefit at all that 105 is an obligation to solve for that these ranges have evolved where instead of locking in that specific rate of 105 you can lock in a range of 107 down to 1 for example what that means is should the euro move against you and go higher to 110 115 120 like it can and has over the last 12 months you will be fully protected at 107. That's the most you'll pay for your euros. But in return, you'll remain in a position to buy your euros down to as low as one. So it's really the best of both worlds. You know, the point being is there are various ways to protect yourself. And and it depends really on the client and what their needs are. Um and that's basically all that uh, we wanted to cover. We wanted to keep it high level, just give you some, I guess, key considerations and and thoughts as a starting point. If you have, if you know today that over the next 12 months, you'll be buying or selling foreign currency, here's the risk, 10 to 30%. And here's some, you know, here, here are the considerations on how you may want to handle that risk. Uh, and with that, um, I'm not sure if there are any questions or uh, Jill, if, if you want to, if, if I can hand it back over to you or. Sure. Thanks, Ed. I, wow. What a lot of information. And I can understand um, based on the presentation, the real value of your expertise. Um, you guys really have a, a great service to offer international companies in terms of, you know, th- handling the money and the conversion and, and all those um, components that go along with it. Um, I My understanding is that we have some handouts um, and some polls that were supposed to have been um, presented over to the pane on the right-hand side. I know one of them included um, an offer from CorePay um, in regards to free access um, to their currency research site. I don't see it popping up. I'm not sure. Oh, there it is. There are polls, and um, I think there were some handouts as well um, that look like they're there for download. Um, so I don't see any questions. Um, I'm not sure um, if there are any at this time. I know some people get camera shy and um, would prefer to digest the information and then ask it at another time. Um, so with that being said, I, I'd like to thank Danielle and Ed for joining us today. Um, I, for one, found your presentation very informative, and I hope that our listeners have learned a little about how they can minimize the currency exchange volatility uh, in global trade uh, with the help of your services. Um, we encourage anyone who has questions that we're not asked and or answered today, um, or anyone who's looking for more information, um, either in regards to 
um, currency exchange or any other issues related to importer importing and exporting in regards to ITM um, to reach out either to CorePay or to International Tariff Management. Um, and I think I see the polls are up and let me check any more questions. No, I don't see any. Um, so with that, I, I thank um, Danielle and Ed again. I really appreciate your participation today and I thank everyone else for joining us and have a great afternoon. You too, thank you. We hope you've gained some valuable insight into the world of customs tariffs. With all the supply chain challenges the world is facing, our aim is to maximize your duty drawback dollars and boost your bottom line. We hope you'll subscribe to our podcast to stay current with each new episode, in which we'll unveil numerous ways to improve your international trade profitability. Thanks for listening.